Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. We thank you, Father God, for safety. This is Just Say When Community Prayer Line. My name is Sherelle Perkins. I am your hostess this morning. I will be leading you over the next 45 minutes, first in a time of instruction, then in a time of intercession. And my prayer is that this will empower you. This will be like pouring gasoline on a fire, on a flame. I trust God that you already have a desire to spend time with him in prayer. Prayer is our point of power. It is the way that we release the will of God in the earth for our families, for our communities, for our churches, city, state, nation, world. We often find ourselves discussing issues. We discuss family issues. We discuss personal issues. We discuss what's going on in the city, what's going on in the state, what's going on in the White House. We have all of these discussions. And Scripture teaches us that life and death are in the power of the tongue. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. So all while we're having these discussions, we are releasing power into the earth. Now, mind you, most of us are just having a conversation. But you see, ignorance, doesn't negate reality, especially God's reality. If he tells us life and death is in the power of the tongue, there are no such thing as innocent conversations. We need to know how to use our mouths to impact our sphere of influence. One of the ways that we use our mouth effectively is through prayer. Prayer changes things. If we want to see ourselves, our families, our church, our community, our state, our nation, our world change, we must begin to use our mouths to come in agreement with God's word and pray the word and the will of God over the situation. But you might say, well, I don't know what the will of God is. The will of God is his word. What does his word Say about the situation. One one thing that I want to bring to your attention over this prayer line, most of the time what you will hear is the word of God personalized and rephrased so that almost everything that I pray 
on this prayer line, if you have a question about it, you can look it up in Scripture. There are times that I will give you the Scripture that I'm praying, but oftentimes than not, I will not do that. But I want to let you know that it's when your mouth comes in agreement with God's word, then you are guaranteed God's result in your life, in the lives of your loved ones, and in your sphere of influence. So it's very important that we understand God's will, pray his will, come in agreement with his will, which is his word, and we will see change. Now, there are times that we may be in situations we don't know exactly what God has said about this. God is loving and gracious, and he has given us the Holy Spirit to help us and empower us, for he is our teacher and our instructor. He is the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. It quickens even our mortal bodies as we begin to submit ourselves to his power, to the power of God. For it is him we live, move, and we have our being. The right words are forcible. Job 6.23. John 6.61 says, the word we speak, they are spirit and they are life. That's why, of course, jesting is not a good thing. You know, sometimes when we're growing up, we say things that we think are cute and funny. We make up these silly nicknames. We call our children strange little nicknames. They grow up with these nicknames, and we don't think they're, they're, no, they're not a big deal. Boo-boo and Mr. T, just all of these different phrases that we use to call our children. Um, I can't think of too many because in my environment, I don't use them simply because I understand that what I say about my son, what I say about my granddaughter, they are spirit and they are life. So I don't call them anything that I don't want them to be. And what you think is cute on a two-year-old, on a 16-year-old is not cute. And if you prophesy from, and that's what we're doing with our mouth, when we call our children certain things from birth through adulthood, we are decreeing over their life what we believe they are. That's why when you're angry with your children, you need to guard your words and guard your tongue. Because what you say over them is spirit and life. But I just stopped by this morning to let you know that if you want to reverse what you've said, if you want things that you've spoken out of your mouth over your situation, over your loved ones, over your life, over your community, over your city, over your state, if you want to change what you've said, if you want to change what you've released, you need to change what you've said. You need to begin to say what God has to say, and you need to decree what you want to see happen in every situation. The word of God is God's heart and his mind toward you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Spirit of God, the plans to give you a hope and a future. God is concerned about our welfare. He's concerned about our life here on earth, whether we're born again or not. But at the point that we are born again, we become new creatures in Christ. 
We are new creatures recreated in Christ Jesus. And Father God begins this process of renewal. But we must be willing partakers. For Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Present your body a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. This is the least you should do for so great a God and so great a salvation. And let me mention what salvation is. Salvation is not just walking to up front of your church saying, I want to give my life to Jesus. For some of us, that took because we really mean it. For others of us, we didn't mean it, so we haven't seen any fruit. And we second guess God because we're looking for fruit on the tree that hasn't been planted. But when you make up your mind that you want God to be in your life and you present your body a willing sacrifice, God will begin the transformation process. It begins with your thoughts. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Neurological Neurological people that deal with the mind say that it takes 28 days to get a new thought. Well, what we understand by scripture, we need to constantly meditate God's word, his principles. Why? Because we need to get rid of the stinking thinking. We need to get rid of the things that have been programmed in our mind. If mama Nim called you a mistake your whole life, you need to get that out of your head. The way you do that is put the word of God in and push the crazy thoughts out. But most of us give up because it is a process of mind change and mind renewal that requires discipline. The disciples were disciplined ones. They followed Jesus everywhere he went or everywhere that he would allow them to go because sometimes what we don't understand in our culture is the masses followed him. He had several, he had a huge camp of followers. He was a rabbi. And he taught. But he had 12 handpicked disciples that he knew that when he left this earth, they would carry on the vision that God had given him. But a disciple is a disciplined one, one that has made their minds to discipline themselves to become like their teacher. We have something that the disciples didn't have at first. When we get born again, we have the opportunity to be discipled by the Spirit of God. 24-7, he is with us. Even last night in my dreams, he was with me, teaching me, preparing me, warning me. I'm so grateful and so thankful for the Holy Spirit, and I thank him for his revelation, and I thank him that what I don't understand, he will continually teach me. So therefore, Prayer is one of those processes that God has given us to aid in this transformation. Our words are used to convey our thoughts, the word of God or the thoughts of God. When we pray God's word, we are releasing into the atmosphere. We are releasing his word, his will, 
And even as we pray, we are reprogramming ourselves to have faith in what God says in his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. If you want to believe God more and more every day, you must build your faith up to continually read his word, study his word. And you know, friends, you don't have to get bogged down with reading Genesis to Revelation. Everybody's not wired that way. Everyone can't understand the scripture like that, especially at first. You may need to pick a few verses that apply to your situation. Make index cards, carry them around with you, and say them over and over again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's why when we begin to enter into intercession, I believe in doing two things, and that is reminding myself of who I am in Jesus, because some of us don't know. And I guarantee you, if you don't know, you can't live a life that you don't have revelation of. So I begin our prayer sessions with what I call faith confessions. Again, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I need to be reminded of who I am and what the precious blood of Jesus purchased. Then I need to be reminded of who God is. So I always have some form of recognizing who the new me is, not the old me. I will not, I'm not a worm. I'm not a, any of those negative things. No. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. Then I need to understand who it is that I'm worshiping. Sometimes we come to Jesus, but we continue to worship some vague, unknown God. And we live in a world where there are five percenters that believe in all of all gods. And sometimes we come to Jesus and we don't differentiate who he is. So we need to know who this God is that we're praying to. So I take time to recognize that I am not worshiping an unknown God. I know who he is. I know what he's done for me. And I know what he's going to do. I read in Genesis, he created the heavens and earth and everything that's in it. I know what he's done for me. And in Revelation, I know that he has the final say in everything that's going on in the earth, and he will intercede for his children, his people. And there will be a new Jerusalem. There will be a new earth. So I thank God for Genesis through Revelation, and I thank God. I thank God for the new Jerusalem. I thank God for what God is going to do in the very end. And therefore, it gives me the strength to endure whatever I have to go through down here for this short season called my life. So Romans 12, 1 I present my body a living sacrifice, holy unto you, God. This is my reasonable service. And, Lord, through the power of your study of your word, I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Father, that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Father God, you're all the while at work in me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. I keep myself in love and light, and the wicked one touches me not. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loved me and who gave himself to me. 
I I do not fret or I have any, I do not have anxiety about anything. I don't have a care. Why? Because I cast all my cares on you, Jesus, for you care for me. You know the end from the beginning. You are my good shepherd. You supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. I am redeemed from the curse. Jesus, you bore my sicknesses and carried my diseases in your own body. By your stripes, we were healed. Thank you, Lord. We forbid any sickness or disease to operate in our bodies. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. I don't care what mom and them had. I don't care if the doctors tell you that it's hereditary. God did not make provision for fallen man in the word and make provision and say, oh, well, you have to stay sick because your mama was sick. No. He says, by his stripes we are healed. Every organ, every tissue of our body functions in the perfection in which God created it to function. We honor God and bring glory to him in our bodies. I want to give you scripture on this. Galatians 3.13, Matthew 8.17, 1 Peter 2.24, 1 Corinthians 6.20. He fills my mouth with good things, and my youth is renewed like that of an eagle. I believe that that's Psalms 103, but I know that it is in one of the Psalms. I believe it's Psalm 103. We are renewed daily, not just in mind, but in body as well. So we thank you for the healing virtue, Father. We thank you that you sent your word to heal us. We are healed. We have the mind of Christ. We hold the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of his heart. We never heard Jesus say, I'm sick. And he was constantly on the go. He was constantly laying hands. He was ministering to the masses. Thousands of people releasing healing into their lives. Lord, I thank you that you're preparing a people to be like you in the earth. You said greater works will we do than you did. So, Father God, we release all the fears. We will not, you have not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. We thank you, Daddy, for our sound mind. We are believers and not doubters. We hold fast to our confession of faith. We decide to walk by faith and practice faith. Yes, God, we are your students, your children. We practice what our daddy has taught us. We are disciples walking in faith. We thank you, Father, that Jesus is the author and the developer of our faith. Your love has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, and your love abides in us richly. We keep ourselves in the kingdom of light, in love, in the word, and the wicked one touches us not. We keep our conversations in line with your word. We fill our words with your love and your compassion. We will not curse what you have blessed. We will not curse our households. We will not curse our children with our words. We will not curse our parents with our words. Father, you said to love our enemies and love those that despitefully use us. We will not curse baby daddies or baby mamas. We release blessings over their lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God. We forgive all those that have offended us. We thank you for the power of forgiveness. We forgive those that have abused our bodies, misused our bodies. We forgive those that may have used and misused our children. We forgive them, Father. 
We forgive them, Father, because your word says that if we don't forgive them, you won't forgive us. Lord, we thank you for the power of forgiveness operating in our life. Father, we tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We take our shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart. Why? Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors. Psalm 91, 13, Ephesians 6, 16, 1 John 4 and 4. Thank you, Lord. We are world overcomers because we are born of God. We represent the Father in Jesus' will. We are useful members in the body of Christ. We are his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus. Our Father God is all the while at effectually at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Father, we let your word dwell in us richly. We thank you that you are Abba Father, that you are our daddy, that you are creator God. But through the shed blood of Jesus, we have been adopted into the beloved. We thank you, daddy. We thank you that you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are our provision. We thank you, Father, that you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and your righteousness and everything that we would need will be added to us. Daddy, we are seeking first the kingdom of God. We are making the kingdom of God our first priority. Father, we thank you for our kingdom assignments and our kingdom agendas. Thank you, Daddy God, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Daddy God, for your love for us. Thank you. You are Jehovah Shammah. You are a God that's there. You are a present help. Grandmama used to say, you are a right now God. Oh, yes, you are. You're God in the midst of us. You inhabit your our praises, God. You step out of heaven and you're comfortable when you're hearing us praise you. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you for being our daddy. Thank you for ruling over our lives. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for stepping out of heaven into our lives, Father. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are peace. You are the Prince of Peace. You have given us a peace that passes all understanding. As you garrison our heart, as you build a stronghold around our heart, you give us peace. Father, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you that I pray and praise you, Father, and we speak to every storm and we say, peace be still, for peace is our portion, because peace is our Father. Thank you for being our peace. You are Jehovah's sick canoe. You are our righteousness. We have right standing with you because of the blood of Jesus. We don't have right standing because we're perfect. We have right standing because we serve a perfect God. Father God, we thank you for your righteousness. We thank you that because of the shed blood of Jesus, we can even have this conversation this morning. For there are those that try to have this conversation, but they have not been covered by the blood. We thank you, Daddy God, and we rejoice that we've made the first step to come into your presence. We thank you, Daddy God, that we can be bold in your presence because of the blood of Jesus.
The blood of Jesus covers us. It quickens even our physical bodies. Yes, I know it was the blood that saved me. Thank you for salvation. You are Savior. You are Lord. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are our healer, Daddy. And because you are all those things, we can be confident that he who has begun a good work in us will perform it. So as we go about our day, Father, we trust in you. We lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, including our mouth, our words. In all our ways, we acknowledge you, and you will direct our path. Father God, I thank you that our yesterday is forgiven, that it's covered by the blood of Jesus. We thank you this morning for brand new mercies. Merciful Father, we thank you for brand new mercy. And Father God, we lift up our loved ones. And I'm going to take some time this morning to lift up people. I will not, um, you may not know them. I will not call them by name. But I will refer to their situation. And you can always, you can go into 724-444-744, caller ID 12201 from 630 to 730 every morning. I can see when you're online, and I will give place for prayer requests. Also, you can dial in on your computer, and you can actually chat while I'm praying. So if you have a prayer request, you can do that. You can go into our Facebook page and you can inbox us with a message, a prayer request. We would be glad to support you that way. So right now I enter into a time of praying for others. This week we will be talking about how to Untangle ourselves from the grip of the enemy. Some of us need God to move in our situation because we become entangled in some things, and we need the power of God to deliver us. So that's going to be our prayer focus for the rest of this week. Um, but right now, we're going to begin to pray individually for some people. I want to begin with people that are either incarcerated, or newly released. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up one of my brothers, one of my sons in God. And Father God, I pray for him today. I pray for his deliverance. I pray for mercy for the court. In fact, I pray that there's been a mistake, Father, and that there's a technicality some way, Father, that will release him. I thank you, Father, for mercy. Lord, you know the end from the beginning. And I'm convinced that when we are serving you, Father, every circumstance that we see, we need to trust you in it. So first, Father, I want to let you know that I trust you with his life. I trust you with my brother in Christ. I trust you with his life. I trust you that every prayer Pray every word prophesied over his life from the Spirit of God shall come to pass. We curse every word curse, every way in which the enemy has trafficked in and out of his life, in and out of his mind. We curse every spirit of confusion. We command it to go. Lord, you have not giving him confusion, so we release your perfect love toward him. Even as he awaits to come before 
the judge. We ask you to fill him with your love. Stir up the word that he's heard from you, Lord. We thank you for encounters with your angelic forces to remind him of who he is. We ask you to be with him in court. We ask that you would be his defense. We thank you, Father, with his life. And we pray for his family. We pray specifically for his sister and her children. We pray protection over their heart. God, you have not given them a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So we thank you, Father, to reverse the curse. We ask you, Father God, for mercy. And we forgive every sin that he has committed. And your word says, who's ever sinned, I forgive, is forgiven. So in his behalf, Father, I forgive every person that has used, misused, and abused this young man. And I forgive him for every way in which he has responded to this abuse. And I do ask you for mercy, Father. Mercy from the court. Preserve his life and his freedom, Father. Father, put laborers across his path that will strengthen him and give him a mind to be submitted to your will. Every spirit of rebellion, self-rejection, anger, and fear. We pray for his deliverance, even right now, this morning. Father God, I lift up others that are struggling to find employment because of their past history. Lord, I thank you for rewarding them. Be with them, Father, in their new life that's in Christ. For in Christ, everything is over with. All of that is clean. So, Lord, I thank you for brand new mercies this morning for them. And I thank you, Father, that if you have wiped the slate clean, the slate is clean. We thank you for open doors and open avenues for these men and women for whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Deliver them from everything that would addict them to a life that does not bring glory and honor to you. We pray for their loved ones, their siblings, their spouses, their children, their moms and dads, extended family. We rebuke all bloodline curses every way in which their life models the lives of those that have gone before them. You said the sins of the father would be on the son to the third and fourth generation. But the blood of Jesus delivers us for a thousand generations. So we come out of agreement with generational curses. And we receive our deliverance and our freedom. And we pray this for our brothers and sisters in Jesus' name. 
Father, the next group of people that I want to lift up are those that are struggling with infirmity in their bodies. Many in our, several in our congregation, in our personal life as well. Father God, you sent your word to heal us. And healing is the children's bread. And for those, Father God, that are your children, we receive the bread of heaven to heal our bodies. We rebuke every spirit of infirmity, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, thyroid issues. We rebuke them and we release deliverance from infirmity in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Daddy God, that we are strengthened by the blood of Jesus and your blood purifies us and cleanses us from all manner of evil and sickness in Jesus' name. So we cast out all spirits of infirmity that would attack our bodies in the name of Jesus. We break, rebuke, and cast out any spirit of cancer that would attempt to establish itself in our lungs, our bones, breast, throat, back, spleen, liver, kidneys, brain, pancreas, skin, or stomach in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and cast out all spirits causing diabetes, high blood pressure, low blood pressure, heart attack, stroke kidney failure, leukemia, blood disease, breathing problems, arthritis, lupus, and Alzheimer and insomnia in the name of Jesus. We speak healing and strength to our bones, muscles, joints, organs, head, eyes, throat, glands, blood, marrow, lungs, kidneys, liver, spleen, Spine, pancreas, eyes, bladders, ears, nose, sinuses, mouth, tongue, and feet in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from all heart attacks rooted in fear, and we command all spirits of fear to leave our bodies in Jesus' name. We pray this for our loved ones, our family, and our bloodline. All bloodline curses we rebuke in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from all diabetes rooted in rejection, self-hatred, inheritance, guilt, and we command these spirits to come out in Jesus' name. We loose ourselves from all cancer rooted in bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, and slander of the tongue. And we command these spirits to come out in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from lupus rooted in self-rejection, self-hatred, and guilt. And we cast these spirits out in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from all multiple sclerosis rooted in self-hatred, guilt, and rejection from the Father. And we cast these spirits out in the name of Jesus. We loose ourselves from rheumatoid arthritis that is rooted in self-hatred and love and low self-esteem, and we command these spirits to loose us in the name of Jesus and to come out of our bodies. We loose ourselves from high cholesterol that is rooted in anger and hostility, and we command these spirits to come out in Jesus' name. Father, we praise you and we thank you. We loose ourselves from all sinus problems rooted in fear and anxiety, and we command these spirits to come out in Jesus' name. We release ourselves from all high blood pressure rooted in fear and anxiety and command these spirits to come out in Jesus' name. Every spirit that is rooted in fear and anxiety, we command it to loose us. In the name of Jesus, every spirit, every sickness that's rooted in anger and hostility and bitterness, we command it to come out in Jesus' name. 
We thank you, Father, that all diseases rooted in self-hatred, guilt, and rejection from the Father be broken off our life in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that all sicknesses rooted in bitterness and unforgiveness, resentment, and slander of the tongue, rejection, self-hatred, inheritance, and guilt come out in the name of Jesus. We command healing to rest upon our bodies and deliverance from all ungodly spirits. We thank you that all asthma and all sickness rooted in fears concerning relationships we thank you, Father God, to break the assignment of the enemy. We come against all asthma attack in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We loose ourselves from all wicked immune systems and all sicknesses rooted and being brokenhearted, we thank you, Father God, for building up our immune system, Lord, restoring that which is broken in our molecular system, in our ability to fight infection. Father, forgive us for polluting our body. You said that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And many of us have fed our bodies poisons, either through ignorance or self-rejection. We have refused to do the thing that will bless our bodies. We thank you, God, today for deliverance. We thank you, Father God, that you deliver us from all spirits, from all sicknesses rooted in self-rejection, self-bitterness, self-hatred in the name of Jesus. We command every organ in our bodies to function the way God intended. Our, according to Psalm 139.14, we thank you that our bones are fat because we have received the good report of the gospel, Proverbs 15.30. We thank you, Lord, to keep our bones, Psalms 34.20. Let every tumor or evil growth melt in the presence of God, Psalm 97.5. Let any infection in our body be burned by the fire of God, we release ourselves from all allergies and sinus problems in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, and we pray for our arteries and our blood vessels to be open and our circulatory system to function properly in the name of Jesus. We rebuke all fevers in the name of Jesus, Luke 4, 39. Our flesh shall be fresher than a child, and we shall return to the days of our youth. Job thirty three twenty five. We pray our immune system is strengthened in the name of Jesus. Psalm one nineteen twenty eight. And yes, we renew. We thank you, Lord, that you renew our youth like that of an eagle. Psalm 103.5, thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. We thank you that our beauty shall be as the olive trees, Hosea 14.6. Lord, you heal all our diseases, Psalm 103.3. Lord, you are the help, the help of my countenance. There's no provision in scripture for insanity, Father. For you are the health of our countenance. Psalm 43, 5. Heal us, Lord, and we shall be healed. Jeremiah 17, 14. 
Let your virtue touch our lives and heal us. Luke 6, 19. We release the fire of God to burn out any disease or sickness that will operate in our body in the name of Jesus. For, Father, no sickness or plague will come near our dwelling, will come near our bodies, your dwelling place. Psalm 91.10. Jesus, we thank you to arise over our lives with healing in your wings. Malachi 4.2, Lord, we thank you that you are the strength of our life, Psalm 27.1. We command every germ or sickness that touches our body to die in the name of Jesus. We take the shield of faith and we quench every fiery dart of the enemy, Ephesians 6.14. We are redeemed from sickness and disease, Galatians 3.13. We thank you, Father, that every plague is stopped that comes near us through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Number 1650. We loose ourselves from every infirmity. Luke 13, 12. Jesus, we thank you that you make us whole, body, soul, and spirit. Acts 934. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, and our bodies function in the wonderful way that you designed it to function. Psalm 139.14. So over all of those that are in my heart, specifically some church members that are in my heart, mom and my aunts and my extended family, and I pray the same for your mamas, your aunts, and your extended family your children and your children's children. We declare healing is our portion. We thank you, Father, for wisdom to eat right, exercise, live right, drink plenty of water. We thank you for wisdom to do these things. But we thank you, Father God, moreover, that you sent your word to heal us, Lord, and we receive healing. And for those that are struggling with obesity, Father, which is a disease, we ask you to touch every organ that's out of sync because of the obesity of the body. We ask you to bring healing in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you and we thank you that healing is your children's bread. So we thank you for a recalibration of those places in our bodies that regulate our ability to metabolize fat and fat stores in Jesus' name. And I'm seeing a huge flame fireplace when I said, to refire. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you that you will begin to refire our metabolism and that it will begin to burn stores of fat in the name of Jesus. Father, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and we shall have what we ask. So, Father God, we are not asking amiss. We ask that your holy fire according to your scripture, that the fire of God will begin to burn out all that which is not of God. And we thank you, Father God, that obesity is not your will for our life. Father, some of us make it awfully glamorous. But, Lord, it is not how you created us to be. No matter whether, no matter if we find ourselves in that situation. So we thank you, Father, to fire up our internal furnaces to begin to burn up fat stores in the name of Jesus. Drive out all sicknesses that are related 
diabetes, all sicknesses that are related to how we metabolize our food in the name of Jesus. Father, we present our appetite to you. We ask you, Father, you said you fill fill our mouth with good things and our youth is renewed like that of an eagle. Father, let us find the foods that are best for us. Not taste good, but are best for our bodies because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know our frame. You know what our bodies are created to do and created to handle. So we thank you, Daddy, to give us wisdom. And we give you our appetites, Father. And we thank you, Daddy God, that we hunger for that which will be edifying body, soul, and spirit. The last group of people that I want to pray for, and then we're going to close out, I believe that God is opening up great opportunities for the kingdom of God to advance throughout the four corners of the earth, that God is taking us out of the church building It was never his intention to put Jesus in a box. So Father is breaking the box, tearing open the lid, so we can go into the earth and represent Jesus Christ. There are new businesses, new visions. There are opportunities in government, medicine, law, entertainment. Whatever your gift mix is, God has a place for you to represent Jesus in that arena. And he wants to prosper you in your talents and in your gifts. He no longer wants you to have to worship Satan in order to utilize all that you have and all that you are. So I'm going to pray for a release. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I praise you and I thank you for all that you're wanting to do in the earth realm. Father God, for those, I call forth the business women and businessmen. I call forth business plans that are solid. I call forth favor in the earth. I call forth wisdom and education in the name of Jesus, that whatever it is that they need to do in order to be in the place that you've assigned them, Lord, I call forth the resources, the favor in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you said in your word that you want us healed and prosperous. So I thank you for prosperity, Lord, and I decree every need met in the name of Jesus. There was one young man at church yesterday, and he's having to work multiple jobs in order to care for his children. Father, and you kept saying promotion, and he says, I don't see where it's coming from, but I'm open to it. Father, I ask that you would send a laborer across his path to help him see the script that you have for him, Lord. I see a divine encounter happening within the next 30 days that will change the trajectory of his life. I thank you, Father, that his humble heart, that you want to bring him before great men. So, Father God, I thank you that you will begin to work in him, that he would see who he is in Jesus. And everything in his personality that's not of you, every seed that's been sown, Father, that does not bring you glory, I ask you, Father God, to begin to be the surgeon, 
that will change and correct the places of understanding, Lord. And, Father, I hear his heart cry. I want to know your word. I want to know what's real. Father God, I praise you that you reveal yourself to him in a new and living way. Father, there are those of us that have, you have spoken destiny, new day, new opportunities. We don't know how to get there. Father, we ask that you would give us wisdom. You said if any man lacks wisdom to ask, Father, prosper these men to be heads of their homes so that their wives can be comfortable in being women of God. Father, in some cultures, women have been trained to handle it. And we've feminized our men and usurped their authority. So, Father God, and we have passive-aggressive relationships because we don't understand our place and our position. Father, I thank you that as you restore Eve, that you have to restore Adam as well. And then you have to bring them together in unity. So, Father, I pray for marriages this morning. As you begin to promote your children in the earth realm, I pray for household vision. Just as you called Abraham, you called Abraham's father first. You give vision to lineages and legacies. So, Father, show families how to build legacy according to your plan and your purpose in Jesus' name. Well, we're out of time this morning. It has been so great to pray with you and to pray for you. I invite you to join me every morning from 6.30 to 7.30. We will start with teaching. We'll go into prayer. We will follow the heart of the Holy Spirit for our lives. I bless your day-to-day. Whatever you're going through, wherever you're going to, be glorified in Christ Jesus. Join me tomorrow morning, 6.30 to 7.30. You can call in 724-444-7444. Call ID 121201. While I'm online, you can go into the chat room. Just say when for community call, and you can let me know what your prayer request is. Like us on Facebook. Inbox us your prayer request, and we'll be glad to get back with you. In Jesus' name, have a blessed and prosperous day.